because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinematic World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have a special Saturday edition of the Cinemania Live show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Hannah. Hello. Hey. How you doing? It's been forever. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I feel like a lot has happened since we last spoke. Rosie, Jesus. <laughs> Go in the next room or something. <laughs> Rosie oh just god. had to say hi. Oh my god. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? Where you been at? Um, I don't know. Show, I haven't been doing anything your, really. Show yourself. God. <laughs> i i should be playing spider-man but i am mm-hmm. like i i don't know why but i feel like i feel like it's because like i connected with the last of us so much you talk about the last of us i'm like can, let li- go can you listen to me, la- <laughs> <Can> you listen <laughs> to me? <laughs> it's really so sick and twisted the hold that game has on me both games have on me i was literally crying last night just thinking about it like i was in my bed like at like 3 a.m crying because i was like thinking I about love what? The game like, what? So what? what i don't know man i just i it's so insane to me that i lo- okay I, this might sound a little insane but like i i just played the games like last month right for the first time and i never really like even beforehand i was like Dwayne, i'm not gonna play any fucking video games uh (laughs) i played those games and they just become like some of my favorite like pieces of media ever uh and you know how like you you watch something or just like whatever for the first time and you watch it and it just connects with you immediately you just like know that's like how I felt playing those games, and I think the reason why I've kind of like I went through un- the first Uncharted pretty fast because I I it's not like really big on like story or anything like that. It's just kind of like, hey, let's have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I pretty much. Uh, but with like Spider Man, it is like pretty like story focused, and I know I'm gonna have to like be like emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I've just kind of been putting it off is because I'm like, I'm still like, so like emotionally invested in the last of us. Like I'm still just like not over it. So I think that's why I haven't been like putting myself like fully into it yet. You know, I should have known. I, I was over here all excited for gamer. Hannah game. <laughs> gamer. Hannah is a, is a folks. It's a hoax. It's, Listen, it's fake. I, bought, I bought a whole bunch of games, though, so I'm going to play them. It's yeah, just... they're not going to get played because this no, they Last are. of Us, they, like, you're playing, you think about this Last of Us for, like, 80 days now. What's going <laughs> they on are. Here? It's just my my heart is still with those games right now. I think it's just because they, like, left such, like, a, a big impression on me. This is ridiculous. This is outrageous, man. <laughs> I can't outrageous. help that they connected with me. <laughs> I don't even know why. I mean, they're great, <laughs> but God, I, that really shouldn't have been the first game you played. I think that's what happened. You it think shouldn't so? have been. Your first game should have been like something easy, and then you get into The Last of Us. That way, you take a long winded out break. Because, I mean, The Last of Us 2 is heavy. They're emotionally right? exhausting, the second yeah, one. Yeah, they are. Great. 
So I feel like I feel like you should have taken a break because listen, if you're like, I haven't even watched I, any movies. If I'm being completely honest with you, ever since I because I you I, I rewatch movies all the time, but I haven't like rewatched anything or like started like any TV shows just because I've been so like emotionally exhausted from the games. And I think you know it's all about that's why it's different when games get released. Last of Us was released. Everyone played it and and got over it in about a month or so. And then the next big release was Ghost of Tsushima, which was like I think a month after The Last of Us Part Two and stuff. Um, By the way, I keep watching gameplay from that, and I'm so excited to play it. Listen, I'm not buying any of this because like you just uh, no, I'm, not... I am excited to play. I want to. It's just. I don't know. Gamer Hannah, Gamer Hannah's a folks. I'm I like, thought we were like. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know really if I thought... can like fully invest myself emotionally into a game like until I'm like completely not completely but like just kind of not waking up every day and thinking about The Last of Us. I should have known what your what your obsessive traits. I was I should have just known. I should have <laughs> just known. It's my I, fault. You shouldn't have had me start playing a game that was so good. <laughs> it's my fault. Hey, that's not all on me. Are you kidding? Uh, it was out. Like you kept telling me to play The Last of Us, and like you did tell me to like watch uh some of the first one, and I did. But I I went back and I found those videos that I watched, and I was like, oh my god, these were are so confusing and just not at all what the game is. Because they that's what I was telling you. I saw the opening. Were... So what the game the videos were the opening scene. And then I think they were like comparing the two like cutscenes and stuff like that from the first and second one because they were mm. there there was stuff from the second one in those ones that I just did not know about. I thought that that was the first game uh, when I was watching the fucking videos. Um, yes, it was just it was all over the place, and I was like, why did I think this was like at all cohesive? Anyway, um, when you kept coming to me as far as like telling me what the story was i was like hannah what are you talking about that is not <laughs> what happened like when you were like too. just watching yeah when you were just watching gameplay i was like what is going on who is hannah watching <laughs> outrageous anyway uh <laughs> but what was i saying before that something beats something me. i don't know it's about the last of us all right let's uh since you don't know let's move on to I'm going to listen back to this and be like, whoa, I can't believe that I lost my train of thought that, that easily. Well, that's what happens. How are you feeling, by the way? You had a little you had a little scare. I still feel weird. You still feel weird? Did they give you the medicine? They didn't give me any medicine. They were just like, hey, your what? your CT scan looks good. See ya. Uh, don't you hear? Oh, God. Yeah. That's it? They just yeah. sent you home? Yeah. Nothing? Tylenol rec- recommendation? They they referred me to a sinus specialist, but that's it because they said there's a buildup in my left sinus, and I'm like I I've known that like for years, so thank you. <laughs> so how do you get rid of it? Um, I have to have a rhinoplasty, but it's not it's a rhinoplasty, but it's not called a rhinoplasty. It's like a medical rhinoplasty because a rhinoplasty is a uh a plastic surgery. Oh, plastic surgery? Yeah, but it's like a medical plastic surgery. Okay. Oh, it's like God. to change stuff inside my nose. Jesus. Poor yeah. Hannah. Because I, I have like severe allergies. Hannah is 20 years old. <laughs> I just... 20 years old. It baffles me. Be like that. <laughs> Listen... I really don't think you give yourself enough credit. Listen, I, 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 I like bag on you and stuff like that. I mean, that's just my <laughs> gimmick. 
It's like it's now and then now it's becoming the same thing with Manda. If you watch that stream <laughs> last night, it's ridiculous. It's outrageous. But, like five minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um but golly, you've endured a lot in your in your short time frame here on this earth. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> Especially as someone who's heard everything. Now, if you're new, you're listening to this show, like, oh, this Cinemania Live, this is a cool logo. What's this show about? And you start listening, and you're like, what the fuck are these two talking about? They're talking about <laughs> surgeries, and where's my movie news? <laughs> We're getting to it and stuff. But if you heard the story of, of Hannah, as a whole, as someone like me, you just get blown away. So, Jesus, it's just, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just living my best life. <laughs> I guess, and, and power to you for trying to keep on with the keep on. I, I, rec- I, I really do. I what's the word? Uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into some movie news. Enough of the sad stuff, but. <laughs> We'll get into some news and some stuff that's going on. We'll get into Falcon and Winter Soldier in the next segment. Ah. <laughs> and then um, I guess now we can discuss some other stuff. There's not really a lot. There's a few things that Ryan Johnson's getting the bag. Hey, we love to see it. $450 million that's for the rights of a mystery film. Can you imagine? That's so insane to me. Remember when everyone thought he was gonna get like blacklisted or something after <laughs> after like the Last Jedi and whatnot? And Jesus, four hundred and fifty million dollars. Well, know what's so what you... like insane to me though? It's like Ryan Johnson is so genius to, because I know Knives Out probably didn't cost that much money to make, um, because mm. they have one location. Uh, <laughs> essentially and i know that he put all probably most of the budget into having that like star-studded cast Mm -hmm. and you know the mystery of knives out amazing but you know you a lot of people talk about uh just how amazing the performances are just how electric the like chemistry is amongst the cast and that's just so smart i i think is to have just that kind of one key location and it's a really cool location too by the way um and just have this like amazing cast uh to uh execute your phenomenal script i'm just like damn ryan johnson i love him what a great dude you you uh so the budget is 40 million dollars for um let that sink in guys uh you know the knives out sequels probably aren't gonna cost a lot more than that and Netflix just bought it for four hundred and fifty million dollars. Well, Christ! Listen, there's two sides of this. One side is someone over there is not doing great business. The other side is, hey, <laughs> take the bag, okay? Well, because you also have to realize how much money Knives Out made at the box office. Yeah, don't ask questions, Ryan. <laughs> four hundred. He's like, oh, they're gonna probably, they'll probably work. You know, they'll probably buy it for like two hundred or one fifty and. Yeah, or some three hundred even. They're like, huh, four fifty, you know? And then he's <laughs> like, Sure. <laughs> so what it says to me is that it's just once again just uh streaming services trying to get because I'm sure it wasn't just Netflix who was who were uh, on the market, you know, on the oh, market. For sure, yeah. Uh it was probably everyone, you know. So I'm I'm who assuming there was definitely a bidding war. Uh, and what this is is just streaming services trying to bulk up their content because the streaming the streaming wars are in full effect. So 
I think it's just that, you know, uh, Apple, Apple TV plus, which is highly underrated. Uh, they gave, they just gave a bunch of money to, uh, Martin Scorsese and stuff. I think like 200 million or something like that. Mm -hmm. So even there, I just think their their stuff looks really good as far as on that, on that service. Did you ever finish calls? No, I need to ask. I didn't finish it yet. It's not, it's not, it's not that it's bad or anything. I just, I just, there's so much shit going on as far as like just stuff. I'm saying I'm getting yeah. this photo shoot done like for the script and then the show, of course, and then mm-hmm. watching, catching up with movies, planning collabs. It, this is a lot. A lot Guys, if you haven't too. watched Calls, watch Calls on Apple TV+. Yeah, Plus. I highly recommend. It's phenomenal. I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, I think to, today, to, like when I get off work today, I think today and tomorrow, I'm really going to try to put some time in to watch some stuff that I've like missed or just just have some tv and because i haven't watched a series in so long i haven't watched like a new movie in so long if you go to my letterbox i think my last movie uh before god's deliverance kong was like i don't know chaos walking or something Dude, chaos walking just left my letterbox recents that's like how little i've watched too that's what i'm saying yeah so i the way you the way that you're like oh you know i haven't watched anything and listen like i'm in the same boat there's just a lot of stuff going on um like i'm i'm really my last no my last film was Zack Snyder's justice league then chaos walking mm. of course so yeah i mean and then you know yesterday i logged in godzilla versus kong so yeah. i i just been it's just been i haven't been watching tv series um a bunch well, i haven't fun. been yeah what uh we should you know how we watched um uh what was that show called the ice skating one uh what was it on the what was it called it was spinning out maybe spinning out yeah that was it that was, yeah that's ah. what it was it was something like that yeah. <laughs> it got canceled after it? one season uh it did. <laughs> me and joanne kind of watched it together and we talked about it um on the pot like every time we did a live show that'd be fun if we did something like that again find like a oh, like series how we did, of us how we did like euphoria or something yeah and uh well what show should that be God, i don't know we can we should figure one out though that'd be fun we should. I'll look. I'll do some diving. Maybe Ted Lasso. I've heard good things about that. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be so down for that. Let's do that. Actually, no. I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do That'd Ted be Lasso. Because so I've, been, I've been trying to get into that. I, I want to get into that. Everyone talks about it. Me too. And stuff. But tonight I'm going to watch Shiba Baby. I really want to see Oh, that. I'm going to watch that tonight too. That. Yeah. I don't trust you. Shut anyway. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, so uh, good for Ryan Johnson and... Knives Out two and three. It's a franchise. It's, it's, it's a successful franchise. Can that's just crazy to me. I can imagine how he's feeling as far as you just writing a script, the, hoping that it'll get made. I mean, he's probably sure it'll get made because he's Ryan Johnson. He has he has some success as far as box office wise. Looper did really well, you know. So uh, yeah, so um, yeah, good for him. And um, yeah, next bit of news, I guess, is. Godzilla versus Kong doing really well in the box office. Larry and I will, of course, talk about that tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Listen, what's 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 up with you in this Godzilla versus Kong slander? <laughs> I'm not slandering it. Yeah, you I'm are. Just, I oh, listen. I'm not going on Twitter <laughs> saying it's like bad or anything. It's just well, oh, it's kind of like blah. And that's how I feel to. about like most of the MonsterVerse movies, though. Other than like the adjacent MonsterVerse now. <laughs> <laughs> um you know what? I, it's like it's fine it, the the third act is fun i think that it has like some pacing issues though um mm-hmm. 
the second act feels so long and it's under two hours the movie's under two hours guys um the the second yeah. act feels so fucking long uh and then the kayla third act on the feels review like it's a little too fast um, kayla on the review was like it was long movie i'm like kayla it's like under two hours yeah. so i think you're right um it, it's ah, it, 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 the second act i feel like there's not like a they don't do a good job of like making a definitive second act and then a third act um because it feels like it feels like the second act is like so long and like huge and then the third act is super fast uh i can understand listen i had a lot of fun and i really liked it actually uh okay so i think my biggest come gripe with the movie spoilers for godzilla versus kong go watch it in theaters or watch it at home hbo max uh my my biggest gripe was the hollow earth although it looks beautiful the hollow earth storyline just just felt like a discourse like a like a disconnect and like a you know how when you're uh, you're driving and it's just like say you're like you're on like say you're on like the grand canyon you know how there's just one road okay. and you just is one long road that you're just driving and then all of a sudden there's just left turn. That's what <laughs> that's what that hollow earth thing was like for me. Cause I'm like, it's 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 taken away from Godzilla and mm. and the big lizard. I mean Godzilla and and Big Monkey and stuff. Yeah. So uh, it was just like it was just I just didn't understand why it was there. Human stuff. It's like I just understand why it was there. That's that's just I don't know. Millie Bobby um, Brown and like everyone on the screen, I'm like, girl, I just don't care. I mean, I, I got excited every time Brian Terry Henry was on screen. But that's only because I love Brian Terry Henry. Um, yeah. But other than that, I'm like, oh, I just don't care. Show me I big monsters. <laughs> yeah, and I think what people don't realize when it comes to humans, I mean, they they gotta be in there. Sadly, like at least somebody has to be in in the storyline. I do but think if, having if two groups do, is ridiculous. Then, like, yeah, if you do have them in there, I think. Um, Kong School Island is That's a, my really favorite. Good, mm-hmm. a really good example of how to have human mm-hmm. characters that don't get grading. And I think it's just to make them, like, absolutely fucking insane. Like, yeah. when John C. Riley shows up in Kong School Island, I'm like, ah! And, like, Samuel Jackson, I'm like, oh, my God. So fun. I love it so much. I um, agree. I actually 100% agree. Because that's, that's still my favorite MonsterVerse movie because I think it, I think it blended... The, the monster stuff and the human stuff really well. Another movie that does that well, even though it's not in the in, in monster versus Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Skull Island, I think there's two ways. You have one character that's fo- that's the focal point mm-hmm. and uh, like, like a Bumblebee. Like Godzilla. Or some, and, yeah, Godzilla right. is pretty good at that too, actually. Yeah, you have one Brian character Cranston. that they're focusing on. Or you have, a, you, have a, you have an ensemble that is just doing bad shit, crazy stuff. So when I'm watching Tom Hiddleston grab a sword and he's just flowing through like he's just so killing like cool. like like bats like well whatever he was killing like yeah do that I mean Brie Larson is here she's taking pictures whatever fine uh, Samuel O. Jackson is <laughs> you know yeah Samuel O. Jackson is a villain and trying to defeat Kong which sounds absolutely absurd and it's great John C. Riley is the comedic kind of you know they had John Goodman was good like they had a really good cast that no one really talks about I don't understand. This one, I think when you when you put in the idea of two groups are doing one thing, I check out because I'm like, okay, hey, monster stuff. And then the, you go back to Millie Bobby Brown and her crew, which they were just there. 
then I, th- I think she was just in the movie, honestly, for a name because she was she in the was last there to one cry. too. Yeah, <laughs> and she was just. To, I was, I, I gotta say something about this Millie Bobby Brown. All right. Do you not no, think listen. that she's a great actress? Because I don't think so either. I don't, and I think TV is much more different than film because some actors slash actresses get exposed and i'm gonna do some examples <laughs> finn wolfhard like, <laughs> yeah i literally love amelia clark in game of thrones when she's in anything else i'm like yeah what's 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 the what's not clicking here sophie turner uh, she's yeah. not even that great in Game of Thrones, but like she's more imposing in Game of Thrones. And then you throw her in like Dark Phoenix or whatever, and I'm like, uh, 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 what's, 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 what's? It really what's sucks for clicking? Sophie Turner because she gets put uh, amongst like great casts, and then it really shows like what it's, she lacks. Some people get exposed, and yeah. I, I I learned that when I'm watching this Godzilla versus Kong, right? And Millie Bobby Brown is supposed to be she right now. She has a lot of weight on her shoulder because she's supposed to be, I mean, she has a huge following on social media. She's supposed to be the next big, the the big child star. That's the, that's the go-to right now is Millie Bobby Brown. She's talking about, oh, I only take roles that I really like believe in. It beats me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so she, <laughs> she seems very. For Godzilla she, right. the monster. She seems like already in that mindset where you kind of see. I mean, if you just go on her socials, like, do you just kind of see the fame and the popularity has she gotten there? She's really 17, I believe. Okay. But I was going to say, I can't be too mean to her if she's. But you, I'm not trying. I know. You can kind of, I know she's a, she's a child, you know, but you can kind of see that it's, eh, I don't, let me just, let me just keep my comments to myself. Anyway, when she <laughs> comes up on this scene in this movie and she's talking to her dad, I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is rough." <laughs> like this, I was like, "This yeah. is this is huh?" And then I watched Enola Holmes, and I'm like, eh. "And then I watched what other movie is she in?" I think that's it. It's like the other Godzilla. I'm like, eh. but then in Stranger Things, I'm like, "Oh my god, Millie Bobby Brown, season three when I'll she's crying." Like, I think that she's in Stranger Things. It's because she. She doesn't have a lot to say in Stranger Things. That's no, actually of a like, great point. She cries. This is what I mean. She's. She, I think she's. She's really a great crier. crier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's she's her a, thing. She's a great crier. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're right. I think that's what's going on here because, and I think I just think some actors slash actresses, they, I mean, you just gotta know. Same thing with like the, the half the Walking Dead cast. Put them yeah. in. Put them in anything else. I'm like, except for Stephen Ewan. Yeah, Stephen. That's Ewan it. Got out, yeah. <laughs> he got out, and he's doing great as far as film. I want him in an Ives Academy Out too. Award winning. You Stephen know, Ewan. like he's he's Not in talks winning, with nominated, um, but I, I I would love if he won. But right, he's in talks too. with Jordan Peele for uh, his next movie. He's doing great. Uh, what's her name? Um, Denai Guerrero. Yeah. She's up in. She's up in the uh, in in Marvel. Great in Black Panther, great in, in in Infinity War, great in Endgame, and stuff. You know, she's in Endgame like a second, but like you know, she's she's <laughs> doing good. But like, I don't know what it is about. Let me listen. This curse I be telling y'all about, it's real. It's yeah. not a myth. This big franchise slash big because you would think 
oh, everyone from Game of Thrones is going to be loaded when they come out of this show. You think you're going to, like, they're going to be, they're going to have so much work. And Jon Snow, where has he been? Yeah, Kit Herring. He's in Eternals, though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, let's see how that's also another curse. Uh, it's true. Itself, the Marvel That's true. Richard Madd, I think, is the only other one. He did that Bodyguard show. He was great, you know. Um, but well, I don't know. When I was watching, it really hit me when I was watching Millie Bobby Brown in uh, in Godzilla vs Kong. I was like, yeeks. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe the Stranger Things is, is good, you know. I, I I do have a lot of faith in her. I want to see her more stuff. Uh, I want to see her dip her dip her toes into more things. So I don't know what her next project is. I feel like it was already announced, but I, I feel like when actors are like kind of going through these like weird like patches, I feel like the best thing to do is probably to do just an insane comedy. I feel like that's yeah, like something. a good way because like Channing Tatum kind of went through the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then he did Magic Mike and um, mm-hmm. and Twenty One Jump Street, and now everyone loves him, and he's great, and he's. Yeah. You know, we—I I don't even think people think of him as like a comedy actor anymore. You know, he's then done mainly dramas after Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street, and he's amazing. So then, when you put him in like Jupiter Ascending, I'm like, what's going on here? But I'm also, starting. I kind of like that movie. Of course you do. It's off. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> it's just, I'm not surprised. You think I'm surprised? I'm not, not. saying it's good, but it's nah, fucking it's insane and entertaining. Eddie Redmayne in that movie? Holy shit. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I didn't know what happened. I said, what is going on? But uh, yeah, listen, I'm not bad. I'm not trying to bag on uh, on Millie Bobby Brown because I'm actually a huge fan of hers. Um, and I want to see her in more stuff. It's just when you, when you leave a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of expectation when you did something when you did something so good as far as the tv and then you're like oh my god that character is gonna be in movies and nah, 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 nah. and i'm like oh yeah let's let's get them into the next film and then you know you're like oh okay you know it's like <laughs> daisy ridley i know chaos walk is not her fault but eeks <laughs> I, I was going on daisy what what happened here but i don't know i hope everyone chooses other stuff to you know shine in i guess all right any other news that we have i think that was pretty much it did you watch the space jam trailer i did loved it i loved it too i'm about to say i'm about to say if han didn't like this thing i loved it you kidding (laughs) loved it absolutely i'm so excited now i said everyone's complaining already like oh well why would you have game of thrones and a kin's ip i'm like dude you think they're gonna drop in game of thrones and there's gonna be like some sex scene or something like that come on why do people why is this this thing of space jam is a kid's thing i most people that i talk to are like adults who love space jam and are excited for space jam too well, because it's a child's a nostalgia thing, and came out with Michael Jordan a few years, you know, know back so in the nineties. I know, so that's 90s. why I'm like, I I can promise you right now, there's not a like a large amount of kids who are like Space Jam too. Like oh. at least this one. Well, I think that's why they didn't. I think it's good. That's why they didn't call it Space Jam Two. I think it was good to go with this title as far as a new legacy. Makes sense. And this one seems very kiddish. I mean, yeah. you can see a lot of. I mean, you have a bunch of kid characters and cartoons, and the the Looney Tunes are fun and stuff. So I, it'll be like Sonic. You know what I mean? A lot of people will take their kids 
to see it is what yeah. I'm is what I'm guessing. And it's like Sonic is a big Sonic's but he's back in the eighties and seventies. So adults, my theater was a mixture of grown men. Yeah. <laughs> grown, it'll, like it'll, you know what I mean? Definitely be like one of those movies that like you bring your kids to, but also you're going because you want to see it. Because you want to see like an Incredibles two yeah, or yeah, Toy Story sure. four. You know, yeah, I think I think that's why I think uh, the movie. Okay, the movie is very, very Ready Player One, like heavy. Like it, it look. You could tell me this is an animated version of Ready Player One, and I'd believe you, (laughs) Uh, because literally you got Kong in here. You you, they're doing the. It's it looks like Ready Player One the way he when he goes and when he goes through those like different worlds or universes, and they have Game of Thrones. That's that's how Ready Player One started. Yeah. <laughs> so Iron Giant is in here again. It, it feels like Ready Player One and like Ralph breaks the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I literally on Twitter I was like, "This is Ready Player One, but with basketball." I just sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I like both. I like both. So John sign Chino me up. Like he's having like the time of his life. <laughs> yeah, I see a bunch of geeks like ah, oh, LeBron James can't act. Well, of course he can't. It's LeBron James. <laughs> He's, he's just LeBron here. James. He doesn't need to. <laughs> Nobody's actually asking him to do some dramatic stuff. He's just in here being a big fella, a big dope, you know, trying to find his kid to slam and to do some slam dunks. I love That's seeing what... Don Cheadle do. I, I was going to say, I love seeing Don Cheadle do comedy. Yeah, I did. I, I liked this trailer a lot. I, I quite like the vibrancy of the colors. Um, I had a lot of fun. And it's going to be a lot. Of, it's going to be a fun movie. I just think that people forget that word you know what happened with the word fun marvel really ruined that word for a lot of people <laughs> you know because anytime somebody hears fun they're like oh my god this is this ah just you know what i mean so do you, you know like do you remember how literally do you remember how when shazam came out and everybody was like it's so fun and so many geeks and comics were like oh this is the mcu formula why is it fun and i said what dark and gritty <laughs> So anytime there's a movie that comes out and people hear fun, they're like, oh, God, get us away from my movies. I, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. And I'm like, dude, what a geek. Don't be a nerd. It's like, just, it's, this is, yeah, Martin it's not Scorsese cinema. I wouldn't approve. So listen, am I going into Space Jam, a new legacy, expecting some Academy Award winning performances? No, <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm expecting a lot of fun. And I think you need that in some of your movies. That's it. Listen, p- the people who like don't have like in like their top twenty five like favorite movies, like movies in there that you will just like classify as like fun. I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't. Oh, it's so annoying, you know. Like because whenever people like dog on me for like Far From Home or like It Chapter Two and like my top twenty five favorite movies of all time, I'm like, do you guys just hate fun? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> shut up, yeah. shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they like look like if you have like anything sort of like mainstream and your or like stuff that isn't like gonna make you like ball your eyes out i guess at the end they're like oh mm-hmm. my god it's ridiculous to even think of it being in your like favorite movies and i'm like girl shut up <laughs> you, know, you know what movie is horrible but it's fun and it's nostalgic and it's so hilarious that's probably like my top 30 or hmm. 40 films of all time white chicks Oh I don't God. care what anyone says. Like I, I grew up on that movie, and it's so close to home with me that yeah, it's in my top forty. It's awesome. You kidding? Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's go on a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about Falcon and uh, Ah. Oh all right. God. <laughs> back in a moment, everyone. See me live. Hi. 
so exhausted, so thirsty, I'm nauseous. Am I out of my mind? Am I out of my mind? Am I out of my mind? Am I out of my sipping Capri Sun to feel the nostalgia? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it? I can use a vacation for my communication. the party Already back on the show here at Simeon Live. My name is Dwayne. Once again, joined by my co-host, Hannah. Hey. All right. <laughs> A moment you've all been waiting for, I guess, is here. Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode. What is it? Six? Three. Already? We done? Shut up. <laughs> episode three. Reaction. I know you expected me to come on here and be like, ah, oh, it's awful still. I will say, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was awful or anything. Just thought it was all right. Something's missing from in this show for me. And and it's not even going I think I've gotten over the whole racism stuff. The 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 random <laughs> black people lines in this show is super suspect and weird and just just random to me i just don't know why all of a sudden falcon has to have all these comments about his race so much whatever but like something is just missing i don't know what it is i don't know it's just something's miss. it's even like like other superhero shows i'd be like okay i don't like it but there you know it has this i'm trying to figure out what that is for this show because even like you were like oh that first episode the the like the the more personal moments i mean that's not here still again with this episode um it's the characters for me aren't hitting as much as i want them to hit uh i don't know i just it's i don't know um the flag smashers got to go like this story and i'm not even like oh Dwayne, they're villains and you want them to leave that's the point no they are they take me out anytime they switch to the flag smashers i am i'm just i'm bored out of my mind i don't know i just fuck beats me um zemo everyone's raving over zemo it's all right i guess um i liked when he started fighting i said how come you didn't try to fight any of the avengers in civil war but he can fight i guess he has some hand-eye coordination. Maybe he learned that in prison, but it was good. Sharon Carter was meh. All right, last thing I'll say before you go about the sh- the episode. You know what I hate about you know what I hate about the MCU. Hmm. I hate how, and I get it because not everyone watches everything. 
they have to explain every single time when a character from another movie comes up on screen what they did and it's so on the nose and yeah. so exposition like it's literally Sharon's like remember when I did this that 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 and this and this that and that movie and I'm like <sighs> and then another character remember when I came in in Civil War and I helped you do this even in WandaVision I remember when like I remember when like Monica Rambo was like yeah Wanda stopped Thanos's blitz but I said, what? <laughs> I'm just like, and she stopped Daniels' blitz and she almost killed them. Okay, first of all, how do you know? Were you there? <laughs> Is there footage? So that's, that's something I really don't like what the MCU does with these like connecting the universe kind of dots. Like it literally has to, the audience, yeah, you guys are some dumb motherfuckers, some of you. So just remember. And I get some casuals aren't don't remember. So I use my mom as an example. I'm like, Mom, do you, do you remember this guy? And she's like, Yeah, he's from, he's from that movie with the Black Panther showed up. And I said, Okay, that's all you that's all you need to know. You know? <laughs> she's fine. She understood where she 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 remembered at least. But when they bring in these side characters and they literally have to explain where they're from so you can like remember, uh, I just I I just it, it loses me a little bit because WandaVision, it's not just a Falcon and Winter Soldier issue. It's WandaVision 2. I know it's going to happen in Loki. It's just like, it's going to be like some line. Oh, yeah. Remember when the Avengers, they they uh, they came in, they took me. I left with the with the with the uh, the stone. And this is how the show started. And I'm going to be like, oh, God. So that's my only thing. What do you think about the episode? Um, I really liked it. Uh, I, oh! <laughs> I I didn't really vibe with the second episode, and I think it's because they didn't know how to balance the kind of I agree, Rosie, the villains, <laughs> and kind of dealing with the social issues and the character moments. And I think here they did that very well. And I think it's because the episode is written by mm-hmm. a person who writes movies, uh, the John Wick writer wrote this episode um and yeah i'm just really enjoying it uh i i really love sam and uh bucky's like dynamic i think that anthony mackie and sebastian stan just have amazing chemistry so every time it's just them kind of like quipping or going back and forth i think it's so funny and i think it's so good um and sharon carter is cool she had a really cool action sequence i think the action sequences in this week's episode is really cool um i really like the hand-to-hand combat stuff and i really like that in the first episode too um especially i think the i think the best action sequence so far actually for me has been um the action sequence in the first episode where bucky is like the winter soldier it's a flashback uh, oh i agree that, that was so good and i think here mm-hmm. bucky bucky's getting really cool action um here the hand-to-hand stuff that he got to do in the bar in magipur um was really cool too when bucky just gets to like be the winter soldier <laughs> Cool. Yeah, that's, that's, I just want to be the evil fella again. You know what I'm saying, but go ahead. yeah, I kind of hope we get to see him like back in that and at some point this um the series, like not like in a flashback. Um, yeah, I wish they give him his like his. I hope he gets like some type of. I I I want him to get a better look as far as a hero. I feel like his look is very. I I love. I'm just probably because I'm biased because Winter Soldier is my favorite MCU movie. I love the Winter Soldier's look. In oh that. yeah, it's as soon very as he loses striking. the mask, as soon yeah. as he loses the mask, I'm like, eh, yeah, God. But like when he has the cool, the bright silver arm, and uh, 
just the tactical gear. He's so I don't know if he was just bigger in that role. He just looks so much bigger and imposing and and Winter he Soldier. Looks huge now, in Falcon Winter Soldier, though. I I'm confused. I um I think he, I don't know. I think the skinniest he's looked as as uh, Winter Soldier actually. Really? Cause, I th- yeah, because yeah, I think I the think biggest he looks, he's been is he Civil maybe it's, War. Maybe it's a double. Maybe it's a double. Yeah, maybe I think, I think he the biggest he's War. been is Civil War. He was huge in Civil War. Um, yeah, and then a, here, I, I think it's a... kind of like a happy medium of mm, what he yeah. looked like in Winter Soldier. And then I, I just War. know that I know Falcon's going to get a new suit at the end, right? Yeah. As far as with the shield and stuff. I just want more effort to be put into Bucky's look. As far as as a hero, because he just doesn't stand out besides his arm. And even his arm is black now, so he really doesn't stand out as far as like and like a superstar. Like WandaVision, Wanda Maximoff did not stand out in, in her in like the team up movies. She just had the trench coat. Now she stands out. Now she has the little headset. The 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 color tone of her suit is still too dark for me. Um but she stands out and she actually has a she has a look like a gear and stuff. Bucky's just the arm and some jacket and some yeah. pants. And I just want him to I just I just wish they give I know Falcon's going to get his fine and I'm excited. But I want Bucky to have like some sort of an identity as far as him standing out rather than just being some bloke with a gun like he wasn't like when Endgame. Okay, when Endgame, the portal scene, everyone screamed. And of course, when Bucky comes out, everyone's going to scream for Bucky because it's, hey, it's Captain Cap's friend and stuff is back. Or, you know, just everyone geeked out over everybody in that theater the first time you saw Endgame when fucking, what's the face? The, uh, who's uh, who's the friend of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Korg's friend. Me. Uh, Meek. Yeah, even everyone, he got a pop in the theater and stuff. <laughs> everyone got a pop, you know? But when he's on the field, they do give him like the one shot with a gun. He just doesn't stand out. And yeah. Infinity War again, he just does not stand out as like a hero. I, think I want maybe him to getting stand rid of out. the hair was a bad idea. The long hair. Yeah, I just I I don't maybe he maybe they just wanted to give him like a different look for the show, which is fine. Um, I just want him to stand out somehow. I don't know if he put the half mask on. I'm not saying it's. I mean, because uh, Sebastian Stan is a good looking fella. Yeah, <laughs> but he just doesn't. He just looks like a dude on the field with like other here even like black widow has her look hawkeye and uh in endgame finally stood out with the with the ronin suit and stuff and it's just like it just the, the the heroes that don't stand out they really don't stand out as far as the look the gear uh, just everything you know so when i'm watching infinity war and every, you got a tree you got a raccoon thor's looking all hot with his like with his thunder stuff and cap has a new look too even though he has doesn't have a shield he stand out he stands out because of the new look of captain america black panthers vibranium explosive suit or whatever and he just got bucky <laughs> with a gun and i'm like what else get something on him that's why i kind of hope they do some flashbacks or something where he has that white wolf outfit from the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I was super excited when they revealed the um, when they revealed Wakanda is like kind of back in this episode. That was so yeah, cool. Yeah, I know. I was um, so psyched. I I don't think anyone could have like even like predicted that. Yeah, that was great. That was yeah. that was honestly so cool. I didn't predict it. I watched the episode. Um, I wish I would have. I wouldn't have watched it during an overnight because I was super tired and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> and then I turned it off and like just dozed off 
Uh, but yeah, the the Kamoyo beads and stuff was a cool surprise. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice that it was like a Kamoyo bead until like yeah, the second either. time we did it. I, I didn't like, even oh, notice cool. when the second time we did it. I was like, "What the fuck is he picking up?" I was so confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, it's Kamoyo beads!" Ah! So um, yeah, I uh, I I just I liked that. So I'm hoping maybe they give him the White Wolf outfit. To like, that would be really cool. I just think Bucky needs a new look. And I, I kind of our- like Bucky in Wakanda. I think Bucky like having something to do other than just be like shoot him up the, guy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I is, mean. So I'm hoping. Cool. And by the way, I think that the series is doing some great work with Bucky, um, character wise. I think that he's like he's super threatening. Uh, again, like the last time he was like. Th- kind of like threatening was in winter uh, was in winter soldier like civil war it wasn't that way because he was mm-hmm. with black panther a lot of the time black panther was just way scarier than, than bucky course, um yeah. in every scene and here you know even like seeing like him interrogate someone um being the one to interrogate someone i was like oh that's really cool i really like it and um even Dezimo like kind of messing with this book and then him being like i'll kill you i was like wow this is like really really cool um so I don't, I'm I'm excited to see where both of them kind of end up at the end of the series. I okay. By the way, everyone but with ooh. Bucky in particular, because with Sam, we kind of know where he's going to end up, which is fine because we're excited mm-hmm. to see that anyway. But with Bucky, it's like, what are we going to do with Bucky to kind of cement a more, yeah. um, like a more pivotal role in the MCU? Because he That's is like a fan favorite exactly. character. Exactly. That's that's what I mean by standing out. I think that's really important when you have a universe full of characters. Not everyone's going to stand out, but even the more obscure characters stand out more than him. Like a Drax's look stands out. Then like Bucky is just a fella with an arm. Not saying that I don't like Bucky. I love me some Winter Soldier. I, that's why my favorite thing from the show so far has been that Winter Soldier callback. When he's just like, he's just an assassin again. I'm like, ah, oh, I missed you and stuff. But I just think with the, sh- I think the point of these shows, right, is to give more of a spotlight to these heroes that we don't see a lot of. And although he has good character work, I'm thinking about the next time I see him, am I going to care when he's out in the field with uh, abundance of these otherworldly amazing characters because I, I think sam I think they need to put him in that kind of place again though you know what i mean like that's what i mean by i think wakanda is a good place to kind of like have bucky i don't think that he like needs to live there or anything but like for him to be involved with the wakanda and stuff like instead of fucking what's his name and black panther 2 i'd love to see bucky there instead um yeah i'm hoping this is a lead-in maybe he's gonna be in black panther yeah. 2 that'd be cool in the I white think, wolf outfit i think that'd be a way cooler idea and more like a way to cement bucky and having his place in the mcu you know because like like you just said like he's just a guy with a gun it's like why why is why is he fighting with like drax and stuff like that <laughs> like aliens like why mm-hmm. like we, we captain america um you know he's captain america <laughs> um mm-hmm. so we we understood that and he's like one of the, like the big three with uh iron man and thor so you know we can't complain that you know cap's just a guy with like the super soldier serum um mm-hmm. he's captain america uh but with like bucky he's like a side character with the super soldier serum and like a metal arm and it's like well 
he's not like he's not interesting enough to like yet he's not interesting enough to have him in these big battles and like have focus on him so yeah what i mean well they when they do the when they do the big battles i mean at some point when the next big avengers movie they're all gonna be there like an end game they're all gonna yeah. just be there and stuff so i feel my, my thing is is that when you do have a moment like Endgame where everyone comes together and they're all fighting, or even Infinity War, right? And everyone is all fighting the big fight, right? Characters, okay, like a Valkyrie stands out, you know? Mm-hmm. Side, like the most side side of characters, like a lot of them stand out. Wong is standing out. It's just like every a lot of people are standing out. And here comes this fella with a gun. <laughs> so I'm like, I just need, I, I just want him. My, what, what, my, what I want from this show by the end of it is, I just want him to like, when, 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 when there is another portal scene down the road, or just a scene where everyone's coming together, as far as fighting whoever Galactus or Doctor whoever, you know, I, I want to be like, like a how, like, like how I'm gonna be when I see Vision or or Wanda again and Falcon. I want to be like, look at Bucky. He's fucking. He has. He looks awesome. You know, that's 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 just what I want from Bucky. Because right now, ever since when was it? Ever since like uh, Infinity War, he's just yeah. he's in the background. Like he's in the background and stuff. I think his one big moment in Infinity War was when he's the first to uh, the first to dust. And fuck, that's it. That's all you got I for a moment. That, as far as that cool moment with Rocket. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. When he's like, ah, how much for the arm and stuff. And, yeah. and so, but even then, he's like, this is nothing. I don't by know. the way, um, I, feel like the, I feel like the MCU hasn't realized like how talented Sebastian Stan is. And it's just yeah, been they, kind they of do like, that with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and in this show, I still like, in the show, I'm, I'm glad that they're, they, they've realized that Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan are like not only like great like comedic actors, because they're really funny. But they're like amazing dramatic actors. Um, yeah. So that's been a really exciting uh, thing to see is just how they're finally <laughs> using the talent they have. I know she's she's crying because Princess is up in the window and she can't go up there too. <laughs> I think they solidified this show when they realized we got something here when they how they were in Civil War. No, I think, I think that's when they. I think that they did this show because Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie are like fucking insane in interviews. And that's what I'm saying. And, and a like, buddy cop show together. As far as the movie go, as far as like, you know, I think they really because you know I think I do think a lot of the MCU stuff and I think a lot of the stuff is like improvised. So I could, I mean, I'd be su- I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that when Spider Man takes them both out and they just kind of talk to each other, if that wasn't <laughs> improvised by the both of them. And I think it's stuff like that when it was like, okay, you guys can yeah. get your own buddy cop show. You I know, know? Um, I know, uh, the therapy scene in the second episode at the end of the episode was completely improvised. That's what I'm saying. They have great chemistry yeah. and stuff. Um. And one of my main things is that I just want I want uh Falcon. I'm just glad these I am glad that these these side characters are getting time to shine. Um I, I can solidify though as far as third episode, this show as a whole, for me at least, is fine. It's nothing groundbreaking or anything. It's I mean it's what I was expecting. Um I just really could use without the just the random dialogue about black people. It's really strange. It's really just all of a sudden and weird. You just imagine if, like, in Black Panther, they're just constantly, hey, remember how uh, black... It's just, it's just weird. I just... And it doesn't feel like... 
I feel like Ryan Coogler wouldn't write anything like that anyway. So whoever's writing this, even if you are black, what you doing? The head writer is black. Great. What you doing? This is yeah. this is a mess. <laughs> this is this is this is messy as far as like it's so it feels every time they bring up us every time they bring up the one time it didn't feel forced to me was when they were talking to the other the first like the first super soldier right. Mm. Then when you do to the, when you when you go from that to the cop scene to the kid Black Falcon you're a black kid ugh. and then you go to this where randomly Zemo's like it, it does the African American experience I'm like Zemo who's writing this this just feels very forced and he, he's probably thinking ah oh, you know I could just throw this out because uh, I just think it feels very forced and I I would never I can never see a a writer like a Jordan Peele with his Jordan Peele get out fine but as far as with if Jordan Peele had Falcon and Winter Soldier or Ryan Coogler had Falcon and Winter Soldier you think those lines would be in this in this I just don't I just don't so I just think those gotta go this is very I know some nerds online like oh it's funny and he's woke king no he's literally a terrorist but whatever it's just weird to me so stop it anything else from this episode Hannah I got nothing I don't think so. I'm I'm still not like inter- interested in the flag smashers. No, they gotta go. No, it's, 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 they gotta go. I, I like that Zemo isn't like a like villain though. I'm really liking all the Zemo. Stuff. I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm saying. I think I think uh I'd love to see him as like a full on villain. I'd love to see him as the villain of the series. Um, but right now I'm not having. On. Yeah, right now I'm having a lot of fun with the. I think that shot of him in the fire with the gun and the mask on was really cool. Oh, agreed. When he, uh, I love my one of my favorite shots. I think the directing is great. I'm not gonna. Oh my god! I'm I not think gonna, the look mm-hmm. of the show and the directing is mm-hmm. like kind of miles above one division. Yeah, <laughs> it looks I've very never cinematic. This show. I'm, I'm never gonna knock on the directing. Um, Cinematography. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm never gonna knock on directing of the show. And I think it's because you don't really get a sense of like directing, directing until the finale of One Division, yeah. and even that, it's like, eh, it's fine, you know, um, because everything else is like sitcom stuff. So you're not gonna have some overhead amazing shots and those kind of stuff. And there's one shot that I love was when uh, Monica Rambo comes back to oh, life. That oh, was gorgeous. I thought uh, I was gonna say, uh, I the shot in episode five. Uh, when Wanda comes out and it's just the shadows of Wanda and Monica. Well, that was great. Oof, that was good too. Or when it's Monica is, is getting her powers and they, she has to go through the thing. That stuff's yeah. cool. So they have their moments. Uh, but I agree. I think the episode looks great. I think, isn't this the same director who's doing Black Widow? No. Okay. Oh, that's Kate Strickland or something, right? Kate Shortland. Who's doing Shortland, Shortland. Uh, then this one is Kari Skoglin. Yes. Um, I believe that's her name. And she directed all uh, six episodes. Yeah, yeah, she's. I think I think she's a great director. She directs the hell out of these episodes. Um, I'm always a fan of like cyberpunky looking world. So I want to see who cool. the DP is. I don't have no idea, but uh, yeah, the Zemo stuff. My favorite, one of my favorite shots from the trailer that was in this one is when he's walking and it slow pans. Oh up, yeah. Uh, you know, to his back, and then he puts the mask on, and then he just hops down. Just, it was just so. It was just so jarring that all of a sudden he's just martial arts. Okay. I was like, all right, fine, but I mean, it's cool. It, it kind of makes sense because in jail, I guess that's all. You I, really yeah, have I, to I do. was like, I get it. I was like, I get it. He needs to be some type of imposing. Uh, he has to know how to fight, so he just hops down, no damage, starts fighting. I said, okay. <laughs> oh wait, by the way, I think I think Sharon's the power broker. I don't know why I like completely forgot to say that. 
Okay. I think Sharon's the power broker. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. I don't care who's the power broker is. Whoever you got, do it. I'm not doing it. I see everyone getting wrapped up again the same way they got with like Mephisto and whoever and Nightmare or whoever the fuck. I don't, I, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Whoever the power broker is, fine. If, 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 it, if it isn't Sharon or isn't someone we already know though, I'm like, um, I'm like, they have to have hired somebody like with a name to be the power broker like they can't just like um here you go no i'm not i'm just saying no i'm not it's not theory it's not theorizing but i'm just saying like they can't reveal the power broker to just be like a no-name actor right that would seem what they do what they do i I, I feel weird that's all i'm saying i'm not because this is the same thing i listen one division i mean they wouldn't they wouldn't just like paul bettany wouldn't just whoever wouldn't just say that it it has to be somebody that's I different because Paul Bettany like outright said, "Hey, there's a cameo." Y'all are setting yourselves up with this power broker. There's gonna be some geek again. No, it's, I keep trying listen, to help. This is, this I'm trying to thing. help. This is the thing. I'm I I forgot about it because I don't really care all that much. That's the no. reason why it wasn't like something that I'm like, oh my god. Um, this is something that I just remembered just now. But I'm just saying it. it they don't have to, but if they like reveal the power broker, just be like a dude. I'm like a that's fella. Weird. Yeah, it's not really gonna be much of a payoff, you know. <laughs> I mean, I agree, but you know, wouldn't surprise me. And it's not like they're like trying to make the power broker a mystery. They just haven't showed him yet, so that's fine. But I mean, the episode is called the power. Isn't it called the power broker? And yeah. then there's some weird sign behind when they walk in, say the power broker is watching. I mm. said, here we go again. This I've already seen some people running with X Men on Twitter because here Magic we go. Board. And there's right. like there's like a little X Men sign thing in the back with Magipore, and I'm like, I get it. It's like a Easter egg, because Magipore mm-hmm. is like a big place for Wolverine in the comic books. But mm-hmm. uh. I thought theory bad, everyone. What happened to you, social media geeks? <laughs> huh? Now I'm like, oh, oh, whatever. Let me say this for another day. Anyway, everyone, that is it for today's show. That's all we got. Sorry. Uh, thank you guys for joining us as always. Really appreciate it. Hannah, let everyone know where they can follow you. At Rejected Hannah on Twitter. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94 and the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.